Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome, everyone. Hey, guess what? What? Guess what it is? I'm not going to tell you what it is. I want you to guess. Can you guess what it is? I bet you I can guess what it is. Okay, what is it? End of the week. End of the week. End of the week. Already? Yes! Way to go. Way to go. Is it Friday already? Today is Friday. Oh, thank God. Friday, TGIF. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Ready to put on a show for all these guys. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. It's showtime. Hello, fellow patriots and liberty lovers everywhere. Get your umbrellas ready. It looks like we're going to need the bumper shoots this weekend. But boy, it has been glorious fall weather all this week. <clears throat> Here we go, getting underway. I, I, can't, uh, I can't keep up with the, uh, the people who are surrounding me here on, on the program. Uh, El Rushboo, of course, has the president of the United States on with him and uh, the great one, Mark Levin, uh, will reprise, or reprise, however you prefer to pronounce it, having the uh, president on in the first hour of his program, right after we conclude at 7 o'clock tonight. So the president is going to get uh, copious amounts of exposure uh, here on uh, not only WORD, but uh, the 300 or so radio stations that carry Limbaugh and about that many uh, that carry Mark Levin, so uh, good, good. It'll, it'll, you know, it, you may say it's preaching to the choir, but uh, by the same token, it, uh, I think, will uh, incentivize people as the election nears. Great to have you along. It is the TGIF edition, which means uh, it is Friday, time for the all-skate, as we like to call it, the Friday free-for-all, meaning that even though I have specific topics that I feel are worthy of discussion, I may have overlooked something that is of a valuable import to you. And if that's the case, well, then today is your day. Because uh, here on Friday, you can bring up any subject that you feel like broaching. And it's easy to do. All, all it takes is a phone call to the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. If you prefer to send me a text message, uh, just address those to the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. One comment on this business in Michigan, and naturally, the uh, stenographers who refer to themselves as journalists are going to make a huge deal 
uh, this uh, right-wing, alt-right, uh, white supremacist, whatever they're going to call them, group in Michigan that the FBI has arrested in a plot, they say, to uh, kidnap Michigan's Governor Whitmer over uh, all of the lockdowns, uh, the quarantines, the restrictions. I find it kind of interesting that when a uh, one of these little tin-pot dictators like Governor Whitmer uh, does engage in unconstitutional actions, and I would point out the uh, Supreme Court justices on the Michigan Supreme Court overturned, essentially, all of her jackbooted, thug, overreaching uh, restrictions that she placed on the citizens of Michigan. Supreme Court said, it's unconstitutional, you can't do that. And that's the way those kinds of actions need to be defeated. Not, of course, uh, with what they were planning. But the fact remains, these unconstitutional actions of Governor Whitmer, those are what spurred people to resist. Now, as I just said, the method, the methodology they wanted to employ is obviously wrong. You take, you take her to the courts where they won, and uh, you, you vote her out or recall the governor. But when a governor's actions spur people to resist, then, of course, they turn around and say it was President Trump who inspired them, when in point of fact, in the real world, it was the actions of these tyrannical governors that inspired it, not anything that Donald J. Trump said. And, of course, they'll misquote him again about Charlottesville. The KKK and the white supremacists are very fine people. And anybody who's been paying attention and either heard the president's remarks the day he made them, as I did, or have since quoted them in their entirety, knows that President Trump went out of his way to explicitly condemn the KKK and white supremacists and groups like that. Which also, since they're, uh, we're talking about uh, racist groups, uh, should include BLM. But it, it is where we find ourselves these days here in America. A, uh, a sad note today, uh, when, when I was a, a kid, I mean a little kid, you know, playing Little League baseball up until, I don't know, 11, 12 years old, uh, all, I, I guess all kids... Uh, those who play baseball certainly have uh, have a hero, and one of mine, uh, because I was a left-handed pitcher, was Whitey Ford. He was one of the most talented pitchers in baseball history. Helped lead the Yankees to a string of World Series wins in the fifties and sixties. He has now passed away, but he had a terrific run. Uh, Whitey Ford is dead at ninety-one. The team announced today the Yankees issued a statement on social media highlighting Whitey Ford's incredible 16-year career. Uh, the Yankees are incredibly saddened to learn of the passing of Hall of Famer Whitey Ford. Whitey spent his entire 16-year career as a Yankee, a six-time World Series champion and 10-time All-Star. The chairman of the board 
was one of the best lefties to ever tow the rubber. He will be deeply missed. He uh, passed away at his home in Long Island last night, a family member reported. Whitey Ford had the best winning percentage of any pitcher in the 20th century. That encompasses a lot of ground. Whitey Ford's winning percentage was just under 70%.690.236 wins, 106 losses. And the World Series record book is still crowded with Whitey Ford's accomplishments, his string of 33 consecutive scoreless innings from 1960 through 1962, broke a record of 29 and two-thirds scoreless innings set by Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth? Wait a minute, Bobby. Michael, Babe Ruth was, you know, the, the great Bambino, the big slugger. Yeah. But in the early part of his career, Babe Ruth was a pitcher. <laughs> a pretty darn good one. Uh, Whitey Ford still holds records for World Series games and starts, 22. Innings pitched, 146. Wins, 10. And strikeouts, 94. His best seasons, 1961 and 1963. In the midst of a stretch of five straight, American League pennants for the Yankees when their new manager, Ralph Houck, began using a four-man rotation instead of five. Whitey Ford led the league in victories with 25 in 1961, won the Cy Young Award, and was the World Series MVP. He, he went, when you want to talk about great baseball players and you want to talk about great, great pitchers, and there have been a lot of them, uh, Drysdale, Koufax, and the list goes on and on, but... Uh, any, any list that does not include Whitey Ford is incomplete. Fifteen minutes after three here on the Bobby Mack Show. We're just getting rolling here on the Friday free-for-all on WORD. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Walk this way. Which way is that? Ah, like an Egyptian. That's it. That's how you walk. Uh, Welcome back. 322 here in the Bobby Mac Show. Wrapping up the work week here on Friday as we go to the phones for the first time on the free-for-all beginning in Spartanburg with Jeffrey. Hello, Jeff. How are you doing today? Hey, Bobby. I'm fine. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. And, uh, I wanted to call in about the Trump interview, but quick comment on the Michigan situation as well, if I may. Sure. Um, those were a bunch of anarchists. I mean, you can literally go out and look at their videos on, on YouTube. One of the guys has like five or ten of them, and he's an anarchist. I mean, he says he doesn't like Trump, he doesn't like the government. So, right. of course, uh, the media is going to try to tie because they form some sort of militia, quote-unquote. I mean, I guess it's uh, 20 dudes who got together and called themselves a militia. I don't know that that makes them right-wing, but according to the media, any militia is right-wing because they don't oppose their liberal agenda. But Yeah, that's correct. Um, the, and the and, and I, I, notice, to... I notice also, let me interject there, Jeffrey, I notice also okay. a number of the news stories mentioned that they were not listed as a hate group on the website of the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center, which is the biggest bunch of green mailers. Why any legitimate journalistic outfit organization would would consult the SPLC uh, for anything is beyond me because they are anything but a reputable source. Well, the mainstream media makes up anonymous sources, so yeah, true. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, no, neither um, am I really. Though, I mean, um, Trump is, is the most accessible president. I mean, I'm only 30, so granted, I, I you know, I'm not as old as some people out there, but mm-hmm. Trump is the most accessible president during my lifetime, at least. I mean, even, you know, going back to when I was a five-year-old, right? I, I don't think Clinton or Bush one, Bush two, certainly not, Obama, certainly not, gave as much access just constantly to the media. And True. I mean, I think that's a good thing with Trump. Um, Rush made the point that he's accessible. We know what he's thinking. Now, you might not like what Trump is thinking, but <laughs> you know what he's thinking. Exactly. Um, right. It doesn't Biden, mean you have to like, agree with it. Vote for me, and then I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah, right. And and again, you know, and Biden keeps repeating this. And, of course, he doesn't real. I guess he doesn't realize. he's He is answering the question. He's saying, yeah, uh, I'm going to do away uh, with the, the filibuster. I'm going to try and pack the Supreme Court. I do believe in the Green New Deal. And by not confirming that he is not in opposition to those things, uh, you know, uh, his his negative reaction confirms the positive. No, I completely agree. His non-answer is the answer because you won't like his actual answer. So he's Correct. Right. 
Right. Uh, just vote for me, and I'll tell you what we're going to do after the fact, because you won't like what I'm going to do, so I'm not going to tell you now. Right. But I, I just wanted to say mainly that, you know, Trump, it, it's amazing. He answers every media question. He takes on every attack. And that's why maybe some people don't like him as much, because we get so much seeing into who he is as a person. And if you were to see into some of these politicians, you know, Hillary or Biden, mm-hmm. Obama, right. name your pick. I mean, mm-hmm. even George Bush, you know, whoever, you might not like what they really believe in, but they don't, don't come into the media as often. You don't really see. I mean, Trump, we, we see what he is, and you either like it or you don't, but at least he's honest. At least yeah. nobody's thinking. I think that's an accurate observation, Jeffrey. And and what it does is uh, it it reaffirms the the different classes that we're talking about here. Because all the other people uh, that we're lumping into the conversation here, they're all politicians. Donald Trump is not a politician. Donald Trump is Donald Trump, who ran for the presidency and won it, like it or not. Uh, I happen to love it, but. Uh, all of these other politicians play by these old rules. Don't commit yourself, you know, don't, don't make a mistake as, as if the media is going to do anything with it anyway, because obviously, you know, they're, they're busy uh, being sycophants. They're nothing but the public relations arm for the Democrat National Committee. But it just highlights the difference between all the other politicians and the way Donald Trump is. No, totally. Um, I'll happily be voting Trump, Pence, and Lindsey Graham here in South Carolina when it comes November third. So, um, I mean, the, the non-answers of Biden are the answers, and we know who Trump is. You may yeah. not like his style, you may not like his personality, but when people are saying they're going to take your money and give it to illegals, I right. mean, what, what's the debate after that point, right? Yeah. Trump yeah. saying, "I want you to keep more of your money." Biden says, "I'm going to take more of your money and give it to non-citizens." Right. That yeah. Be enough, yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and another my, call, my pleasure. Thank you, Jeffrey. I appreciate the call. Uh, another 50 million illegals pouring over the borders, taking American jobs and these mammoth corporations happily accepting. You know, there's a reason why Wall Street is not crazy about Trump, why the big corporations are not crazy about Trump. He makes life difficult for them. While the Democrats talk about uh, Trump is the guy of big business and all the rest, uh, look at look at the way that the Democrats pander to uh, all of these people that want open borders. You know, at, meantime, President Trump uh, is cutting back on the on the visas. Uh, they hate him for doing that. It it prevents these major corporations from hiring these illegals at uh, bottom feeder wages instead of what they'd have to pay an American citizen for his family to subsist on with a job there. Uh, they, they obviously want to be able to uh, increase their profit margins and their overhead and do it on the backs of the American people by hiring all these illegals. Look at all these firms in Silicon Valley. Look at what Disney did. Brought in all these illegals to work for one-third of what they were paying the American citizens that had the jobs and force the American citizens who were in those jobs to train their replacements or they wouldn't get any severance? 
those are those are the people that are the friends of the Democrats. It ain't Donald Trump. 329 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Annie is ready to go in the news center. And I am right back on the other side. TGIF edition rolls on here on WORD. Don't forget the president with Mark Levin in the first hour of his show tonight as well, right after me. Welcome back. 3.36 now, 24 before 4, Bobby Mack Show. Looks like rain on the way as uh, whichever of the uh, Greek uh, hurricanes is uh, working its way towards the Gulf Coast, the uh, the hurricane du jour or hurricane of the week, in on the uh, text line 71307. Bobby Mack, look up the guys that planned the kidnapping of the liberal socialist Democrat governor of Michigan, and you will see that they are members of Antifa. I know one thing. I bet they had a lot of empty beer cans around. Oh, and uh, here is uh, my text message for the day, I guess, from uh, Dementia Joe, the uh, creepy hair sniffer. Billy, did you see that debate? I'm telling you, man. Uh, Kamala really took VP What's-His-Face to the pool shed. Wiped the windows with him. No lie. By the way, someone should tell VP What's-His-Face I'm not a plagiarist. I've been a devout Catholic all my life, for God's sake. But I digest. Who does President What's-His-Name think he is? He's refusing to have a, a debate from his basement by Zoom tube. He wants to debate in person when he has mad cow disease. He could infect me and everyone around him. I bet that's his plan, man. He's going to affect, uh, affect people on purpose like Typhoon Mary. Uh, Got to go watch this president's rally on Dash Pumbaa's show. Get out there on December 47th and vote for Kamala for VP. Signed, Senator Joe Biden. Thank you, Joe. Always good to hear from you. Uh, Bobby, I'd like to wish my brother Kelly Howard a happy 57th birthday today. Thanks from Jim in Easley. Thank you, Jim. I wish I could read that on the air, but the FCC, as you know, has regulations about speaking directly to an individual. So sorry, I couldn't read that one. Uh, That's okay, Bob. You had Senator Blackburn and Bill O'Reilly yesterday. Yeah. And the president has visited with me in the studio. Can uh, Rush say that? Uh, to the phones we go here on the Friday Free For All. Let's uh, go to Simpsonville and bring in Steve, who I believe has an update on uh, what it's like to vote today. Hi, Steve, and welcome to the show. Hey, Bob. How are you? So far, so good. Well, it was about two hours plus today, but it was well worth it. Wow. I'm uh, willing to... Uh, I wanted to vote in person, and I'm uh, moving from Simpsonville back to my home state of Kentucky. Pray for mm-hmm. me. And, yeah, uh, yeah, really. <laughs> and, but uh, suffice it to say, I came back here to do that very thing, my wife and I. I had several uh, snarky looks from folks because I was not wearing a mask. <laughs> I, was out, I was outside for most of that two hours. I didn't wear a mask outside. I yeah. wasn't close to anyone. Right. 
and they uh, they looked at me. I looked them back, and then smiled, and they tried to smirk and start, you know. Uh, but mostly, it was a very civil uh, discourse. Had one fellow in front of us that was upset with his sister because she had not picked him up to take him with her. She said she didn't want to have to buy him breakfast. So, <laughs> and as she left, she said, do you want us to bring you something to eat? He said, no, I've got new family here, and you are not on the Christmas list. Oh, boy. But Yeah, written, uh, so written out of the will, huh? Well, one thing that troubled me, though, was all the Biden signs that I saw. And uh, I'm just wondering how many people that are voting early are voting uh, for Biden. I don't know that for a fact, but uh, a little troublesome. One guy came in, though, and stopped a fellow. This is what uh, I was troubled by more than anything, and hence my call. Yeah. The guy came in and said, I'm delivering these votes for someone. And they were, you know, the, they were the ballots. And, they, and he had a um, manila envelope that he carried those in. And I said, you're, you're delivering ballots for someone else? And I asked that question three or four times. My wife was trying to get me to hush. And <laughs> no one else would say anything. I thought that was quite uh, troublesome. Yeah. Yeah, that is interesting. I didn't think you were. I didn't think you were allowed to do that. I think as long as the absentee ballots are legally properly completed, uh, that is, they have a witness signature and all of that. I guess it's okay. Did they accept them? No, the guy rushed him in to the inside, and you know, there's a different area to drop off ballots. Right. As long as they're signed correctly. You get inside and they ask you your questions and you uh, you tell them why it is that you're not uh, able to vote on November 3rd, mm-hmm. November 4th, whatever the day is exactly. But uh, yeah, the third. explain to them what was going on. And then they also, uh, after that question was answered and I showed uh, correct uh, uh information to them they allowed me to go in and vote and i was really happy to vote for president trump not bad for you to tell anyone i voted for president trump right and i recommend anyone with any sense vote for president trump because he will make our country great again yes he will he, he did it once he can do it again i'm a little surprised by one thing from from what you're telling me steve they they ask you why you were voting absentee uh, under the law this time around. No explanation is necessary. I, I wasn't aware of that, but I just told them that I was going to be away because of work, right. and that, and that's the truth. So that that's what I did. And, and right. you, there were a list of list of things there. If you're going to be on jury duty or anything like that, you know, things like that, you couldn't be there for one reason or another. And was this, was this at County Square in Greenville, Steve? Yes. That's interesting yeah, because, yeah, at, you're right. At, uh, you know, this is, this is uh, confusing to me because 
typically to vote absentee, if you're not over 65 or any of the other reasons, you do need to have some sort of explanation for why you're voting absentee. But this time around, anybody can vote absentee and no explanation is necessary. So uh, it's curious to me that, that they were asking you those questions. Well, I didn't have any reason to not answer correctly, so I just did. Sure. It's it's a, it's definitely a, a, a different day we live in. Yeah, it is. And about all the Biden signs, don't be upset by that, Steve, because uh, these, these, these uh, socialist Marxist Democrats uh, love to put up a good show, to put a good face on it, and plaster signs all over the place. Uh, but signs do not translate into votes. Hallelujah. Yep. Steve, Donald thanks very Trump much for... You know, you, know, yep. uh, you know why Donald Trump doesn't wear glasses? Yes, because uh, he, uh, his vision is twenty twenty. Hallelujah. <laughs> Have a great evening. You too, Steve. Best you. I'm, I'm listening I'm listening to you every day in Kentucky. Appreciate that very much, sir. Spread the word. It's great to have you along, Steve. We'll miss you here in the upstate. Bye. Quarter before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a, a quick break here. When we come back on the other side, uh, who needs this commission on presidential debates? Today, they are busy scratching around like a cat in a litter box trying to explain why the planned scheduled moderator of the next presidential debate is sending out strange messages on Twitter um, to people who are not fans of Donald Trump. What's this all about? Be right back. Little Grand Funk Railroad in the background. Nine before four here on the Bobby Mack Show. Back to the phones we go. Uh, last caller was Steve from uh, Simpsonville by way of Kentucky. And uh, next caller is Steve in Greenville. Hi, Steve, and welcome to the show. Hi, Bobby. Uh, this is a nonpartisan call. I am a poll watcher. I've been trained, and I also voted by mail. When you request a mail ballot, right, they will send you the ballot and close within that is a yellow form mm -hmm. that you can fill out, and that can authorize an individual to drop your ballot off at an appropriate uh, drop station. Gotcha. So whatever was done, if that person brought the appropriate uh, authorizations from each and every of the voters, uh, then that would have been accepted. Yeah, and that makes sense. And, of course, you know, with the 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 evidence of uh, ballot harvesting that we saw in California naturally people's radar their antennae are heightened in this election in fear of ballot harvesting and the other kinds of fraud that we see uh, but I, I I was operating under the assumption that exactly what you described is a way it can work 
That's good. Good deal. Okay, Thank I you. want people to feel safe and secure and be able to go ahead and exercise their right to vote, no matter what their choice is. It's uh, it's precious and it's essential to our country to operate. Indeed it is. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate that information. Good to have you here, sir, and thank you for the call. Uh, Spartanburg is my next stop, and Matt is next up. Hello, Matt, and welcome to the show. Hey, Bobby. Uh, this whole nonsense of saying Lindsey Graham and Harrison are neck and neck in the polls <laughs> is like the biggest joke I have right. ever heard. I mean, yeah, we're that, not crazy with Lindsey, but he always wins. I mean, right? really? It, it, it's ridiculous. And well, all, all of these people, commission. all of these people, Matt, in, you know, all these pundits in Washington, New York, Boston, wherever else they may be, they fail to understand one basic premise about Lindsey Graham and his campaigning. Now, granted, uh, the Democrats have poured tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars into Jamie Harrison's ad campaigns, but I guarantee you, Lindsey Graham has one of the best ground games of any politician in America, and I guarantee you oh, he will get his people to turn out. Oh, I, I, I don't doubt that. The, the thing is, it, it, it's 2016 all over again, simple fact is, because you got everybody on these pundits, especially after Mike Pence basically hit Harris so hard her high heel is in the first row. <laughs> uh, she, uh, boy, that, she got just beat. Yeah, she uh, uh, she was left it's battered the debate and commission the next morning. Yeah, the next morning the debate commission just all of a sudden, oh, because the president got COVID, uh, he won't have COVID by the next debate. And, it, and Scully it doesn't have it as work. of now, is my understanding. Yeah. Yeah, I'm better off without it. Trump does best when he does his rallies. I would rally everywhere and possible. And he's going to win. I think it'll be a landslide. It'll think yeah. it'll be bigger than last time. Yeah, I think uh, I think it'll be bigger than last time too. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, vote in person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That way, you know that at least uh, you can see the ballot go into the box, and you know you've done your job. Exactly. Yeah. Appreciate the call. Thank you, Matt. Good to have you here. Let me get uh, Skip in here next. He is in Simpsonville. Hi, Skip, and welcome to the Friday Free for All. Thank you, Bobby. Listen, uh, I'm a junkie. I listen to you guys every day, all day. But I got to tell you, I really, really enjoy those two hours of Limbaugh today. And I know I sound like a sycophant fanboy, but <laughs> I think I think we were listening to greatness today, man. We yep. really were. And 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 it was so nice listening to Trump be himself. But yep. what really impressed me so much was the way Limbaugh reeled him in and mm -hmm. got him back on target. Right, got him back back on on the topic, and and the fact that Trump respects Limbaugh so much that he allowed him to interrupt him and get him back on point. Right, because uh, Trump mean, Trump does uh, speak straight from the shoulder, but he has a tendency sometimes uh, to sidetrack himself, and and the 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 central part of the message can end up being lost. But if anybody knows how to deliver a message, it would be El Rushbo. Absolutely. And, and I, you know, I'm, I'm here at work and I laughed out loud. And I think I clapped my hands when, because there was one time when Limbaugh just called him out and said, well, you know, there was one time when Joe kind of was about to hang himself and you talked over him and bailed mm -hmm. him out. And Trump mm -hmm. was like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it was hilarious that, <laughs> 
that he respects Limbaugh that much and allowed right. him to say that. Yeah, that he can take was, a critique was, from him. Yeah. Absolutely. It was great. It was really, really enjoyable radio, and I had a blast. I think it, it proved a couple of things. Uh, number one, uh, just uh, what a, a real person Donald Trump is, and it also proved uh, why Rush Limbaugh is the legendary broadcaster that he is. Absolutely. Thank you, Bobby. My pleasure. Thank you. Good to have you here. Got to take a uh, step aside here for a moment for the uh, news at the top of the hour. Friday free-for-all rolls on on the other side, though. Still to come today, uh, boneheads in the news, ATF, and uh, we're also going to look ahead a bit to Halloween. Don't go away. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.